Hello, I'm Levi, and this is the Wax Poetic Podcast. Welcome. My guest today is Rainy Days, and we're going to be talking about... Hi! We're going to be talking about one of the greatest albums of all time, American Idiot by Green Day. It was released on September 20th, 2004. Wow, (laughs) that's (laughs) a long time ago. And I feel like so old, even though I'm not even 30 yet. But not to say that 30 is old. I'll yell cats over 30. So needless to say, you were young when you heard this. So what was going on in your life when you heard this? Oh, okay. So middle school, Rainy. So I went to middle school in Bastrop, Texas. Um, One of, you know, the small one horse Texas towns. That's a little bit racist, but I didn't (laughs) really know like that at the time. And I just thought I was ugly and that no one wanted to date me, and that I was questioning my sexuality at the time, and I was in, like, a bit of a depressive state, a whole lot of a depressive state. Like, I just figured out that I was bisexual, but back then, like, for some reason, people didn't think bisexuality exists, so it was either you're gay or you're straight, so, you know random people in the school would come up to me and be like you like girls right and I'm like yeah and they're like so you're gay and I'm like no and they're like so you're straight and I'm like no and they're like it hurt itself in its own confusion (laughs) yeah I was one of those emo kids running around in the school you know that good old like emo phase everyone had in school if you didn't have it oh did you have an emo phase in school or are you normal (laughs) me um i don't think i had a metal phase i was a metal kid in in high school i didn't really do the whole emo phase maybe after high school (laughs) i got it really (laughs) during high school i was a, a, a metal kid i upgraded and middle school, I was an emo kid. And, like, high school, I was metal because this dude I liked was into metal. And then I was like, I'm going to listen to metal. And then I got super into it to the point where I got my dad to take me to OzFest a couple of times. And that's cool. Yeah. But when I was little, <laughs> emo was different than it was what it became into later. Like, at least 10 years later, it it wasn't the same kind of emo. I don't know if that makes any sense, but (laughs) uh, maybe that's for a different podcast. But uh, (laughs) your dad took you to OzFest. Uh, Is that what you were mostly into, like Ozzy Osbourne and stuff like that? Yeah, I was mostly into um, Ozzy, and I was very into System of a Down back then I thought Serge Tankin was the shit I also was 
I thought Ozzy was just a god. And back then, you know, there weren't all these assault allegations that turned out to be true against Marilyn Manson. So back then I was like all about Marilyn Manson. I had a very, I had a type. Like I had a type. They had to be a rocker with long hair. And then I figured out that I was bi and it made so much sense. <laughs> it, all, it all came together. It all came together. And I liked AFI, A Fire Inside, which is another great band, which is weird because one of their hit songs just came on the radio when I was driving back home from the vet. I was just like, oh, what an old song. <laughs> and then, murder. yeah, it was Miss Murder. And I, it like, remembered all the words to that. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I can't do short-term memory, but I know the lyrics to a song that I haven't listened to in five years. That, that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Well, that's great because I'm going to test you on the lyrics to this album later. So nice. We'll see how well you really know the lyrics. So we'll see. Hopefully, I can pass on some of these songs. Some of these songs. Well, we'll just see. I won't jinx myself. Yeah, don't don't do that. Uh, so, <laughs> had you ever seen? Have you ever seen Green Day live? Yeah, I actually have. They um went on tour. It was the bullet in a Bible tour. When this came out, Bullet in a Bible came out, which was a compilation of, it was like a Green Day DVD of them live. So when they went on that tour, I went to see them and I went, I was at it. They came to the Frank Irwin Center and at that time, I was living in Bastrop, but again, I was like, Daddy, please. And shout out to my dad who took me to all these disturbing concerts. He took me to a um, behemoth concert at Emo's one time, and he told me after the fact that he was just hanging out in the back, like posted up in the back <laughs> while I was like, you know, going hard in the mosh pit. And, like, he told me after the fact, he was like, yeah, this drunk, like, girl came up to me and started trying to flirt with me for drinks. And I was like, and now I'm just like, the shit my dad had to go through. <laughs> yeah, I went to a Green Day concert, and it was lovely because at the time I was very in love with the lead singer, Billy Joe Armstrong. If there is a chance that you are listening to this, Billy Joe, and the door is still open, hit me up. You know, I I go both ways, so your wife can get it too. <laughs> well, you know, like on Dookie, there is a song where he talks about how he's bisexual, or that was one of the songs was just him. It wasn't really explicit, but that's what the song was about. So there's that as well. So that might have had some meaning to you as well if you caught some of those lyrics from earlier. Yeah, I actually 
looked into that a couple of years back because I was curious because I think he like came out more firmly as bisexual and I was like that makes sense that I would that uh, my queer ass would be attracted to bisexual <laughs> men so if you're a bisexual man well then there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about some of these songs. Do you have a favorite song on this album? I'm glad you asked because I am looking at it. So I'm going to say my favorite song on this album is track number four. And it's called Are We the Waiting slash St. Jimmy. Every song is a continuation of of the, the first, the song before it. So, like, they all have something to do with this St. Jimmy who's, well, I haven't gone that deep into the album, but Are We The Waiting is a power, like, I feel like it's a power ballad, and it's just one of those songs that when it comes on at a concert, you know, they're like, everyone put your lighters up. (laughs) And so that's the kind of song it is and my little emo ass back in the day was like oh this song's so beautiful I'm gonna play it on repeat and cry in my room which is not different from now so like well well that song is very emo it's it's all kind of about like doubting yourself and whether you made the right decisions in life so I can see taking that in as a you know, kid in your very formative years, just not really knowing yourself very well and just trying to make sense of life, I guess. Yeah, but that's also, I like Boulevard of Broken Dreams mm-hmm. because there's a song called Holiday and there's a song called Boulevard of Broken Dreams. And if you watch both videos, Holiday is a song that is very like pumped up and like they're in a, you know, in the music video, they're in a parade and they're like on holiday. And then the video for holiday stops. And then if you watch the video for Broken Boulevard, Broken Dreams, it's a continuation of the holiday video. It's just kind of the down like you know the downer of like say like you know holiday was molly and like boulevard of broken dreams is like the downer yeah the next morning when you're like oh that was a crappy experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah actually uh holiday is one of my favorite two favorites or one of my favorites on that one really i have never listened to this album I've heard like a third of these songs. I've heard American Idiot, Boulevard, Holiday, and uh, September Ends. Uh, But I've never listened to this full album until you said you wanted to do this album. But I mean, I used to be a really big Green Day fan. I I think I really kind of stopped listening to them like on the album before this. Okay. I have heard a lot of these songs just because some of these songs are everywhere off this album which I think this is probably like their, if not the biggest, the second biggest album. I think this was when I was coming, when I was coming up 
this was like the newest album of them and i i didn't listen to the album after this 21 guns i think it was um because to me this one was the the album and they had such a political like it was so politically charged especially american idiot oh my god during the tour they would in american idiot um i know that there's a uh the president of california has the floor or the governor of california has the floor and then they'd be like when they came to texas they were like the governor of Texas has the floor. Yeah, there, there was a lot of talk about like 9-11 on some of these lyrics and just, I guess, very anti-war is kind of what comes across for a lot of this. But I, I feel like it is, yeah, very 9-11 heavy. I, I don't know how well you remember 9-11. <laughs> oh, I have bits and pieces of memory of it. I remember, I feel like I was in like kindergarten either kindergarten or or first grade when they were just like you know hey like this happened and I was at that time you're not really like national tragedy hasn't even like you know (laughs) yeah you're worried about recess at that point in time yeah George Bush wasn't reading a story to your class during this no he found out I guess really? this thing he was like reading uh, a child he was at a, a school reading to like some kindergartners or something like that and he was reading a story just I don't know what book it was but it was a little kid's book and somebody whispered in his ear and that's the famous shot or video oh of my god hearing about it so I don't know I guess it wasn't your your class then they were just that person who whispered in his ear was probably like, well, shit, I have to, like, interrupt the president from doing his, like, duty. He's like, hey, man, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but... Well, and I guess we went right into a war after that, so... Yeah, oh, guess... good times. And by good times, I mean horrible times, but, like, good, good, good times, good backdrop of a childhood did, did you have any brothers and sisters or anything oh no i am an only child and it probably shows in my personality um but i did have one cousin who um was kind of like a big brother to me and called himself my big brother and actually he just got out of prison so Yay, cousin. Good job for <laughs> You did it. I, I don't know. You did it. You did it. Hey, it's me. I'm interrupting for a moment to point out another podcast that you might be interested in. It's called Album Divers. On it, host Shane and Trevor pick an album and dissect it to tell us everything about it. They really dig deep too. They talk about the musicians involved in making the album and at times they even have interviews with musicians themselves to give very firsthand insight into the recording process, song meanings, and even history around the album itself. It's a great listen and well worth your time. So check out Album Divers. I'll have a link in the show notes on where to find them and definitely give them a listen.
okay so when you heard this album was this one one album that you just put on constantly or was it just something you instantly fell in love with or um it's something i instantly fell in love with like for me i was going through an identity crisis and like back then i didn't know that i was on the autism spectrum and i was just like well i'm just so hella different from like my peers and i don't like know why and like i for me a person who also i'm very i was very hyper focused on crushes and like you know no one wanted to date me so i was sad oh. also it was just teen angst like preteen you know beginning teen angst and i felt that this album really like helped me some say some sources say so i've heard yeah so i've heard some sources say that actually saved my life because there was a while there that i was very suicidal i don't know if that's like a sensitive topic but i felt like i don't know this is very cliche but when I put on the album, I felt like it spoke to me and that Billy Joe was singing right into my ear, which he, which he was because I usually had the, the volume cranked up. Um, shout out to my mom for all the years she put up with me having loud ass music in the house. Really the only way to do it. You gotta have, I mean, I remember just cranking the music up like the the headphones tell you don't turn the volume up too loud but you know i did it anyway yeah and now i have hearing loss well for boulevard of broken dreams again i guess back to that one he's kind of just talking about how i'm just going for a walk through the city just through the streets and just seeing people you know talking about himself uh, do you ever go for walks or anything you ever is that something you do to clear your head or anything I do go for walks. I take my dogs out on walks. It's so, like, weird walking in society now because half of the people... So I'm half vaccinated, and when this comes out, I probably will be full vaccinated, but, like, I still wear masks. You know, when I still wear a mask when I go out to walk and people aren't wearing a mask and, you know, like my general disdain for people makes uh, it apparent that I don't want to like be interacted with. And plus the uh, one of the dogs that I have um, is like a, a decent sized pit with like a clouded over eyes. So she looks kind of scary to anyone who doesn't know her personality. So, and the other dog that I have is just kind of like a little yippy thing. And so um, I usually just walk, you know, them, but I do think about stuff while I'm, you know, walking, I think it's great to, you know, take 
a breath and like look around at the scenery and like interact you know with people who are wearing masks because it is like the I guess the thing that I learned from the pandemic is that social interaction is kind of like vital to not being a cranky hermit yeah it's 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 difficult to not be around people feeling that so I get you I hope that answered your question it was kind of a a rambling man kind of thing oh it's fine uh well in giving Novocaine I guess he's talking about the character Jimmy or Jesus just taking drugs to relieve stress and just doing that to cope with life I guess that's something that helps (laughs) (laughs) I know whiskey helped me but I guess the margaritas are good for you as well. So yeah, margaritas are good for me. Um, I also uh, the thing about Novocaine is that it is not a drug readily available to people. Um, you have to get it. You know, they only administer it to you if you. Well, I don't even know if they administer Novocaine anymore. Um, But it's usually just administered in a hospital, which then just makes me skeptical of the whole song. I'm just like, how did you get these pharmaceutical drugs? Like, well, maybe. He's a millionaire. He can get get some Novocaine. (laughs) He asked for it. He could get some. He's got a connection. He's got a Novocaine connection. Don't worry. Don't worry about Billy Joe. He's good. <laughs> he's got a person. Well, and the song Extraordinary Girl, I guess he's talking about, is someone that he found that he just really fell in love with and just admired their whole attitude and everything about them. Growing up, were there people that you really kind of admired for what they did or who they were? I admire, yeah, I actually admired a couple, a few, like, celebrities. I admired uh, Michael Jackson for a long time because the thing that, that I admired about him really is that he could be this, like, bigger than life, like, person on the stage but if you caught him like you know day to day off the stage he's like this shy little thing that (laughs) like talked really soft and like but people listen to 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 him I don't know if it was just that you know once he got on the stage it was wow like this is like Michael Jackson but like you know, in person, you know, it was just, he was just very shy. And I felt like that I aspired to be one of those type of celebrities. And I probably, probably already am one of those type of local celebrities that's like bigger than life. But, and when you come see me in real life, I'm just like quiet and share, share. Yes. So, I loved Cher before I knew that I was queer. And now I'm just like, how did no one tell me that I was queer back then? (laughs) Like, it was so obvious 
I was obsessed with Cher and I'm still obsessed. Like she, I saw a trailer for a new like documentary. She has, she's going to have out and she's, she made a new song for it and the song was playing in the background and I just, yeah, I lit up and there was, there was automatically tears welling in my eyes and I was like, you know, Cher is also one of those bigger than life entities. She's been, do you know that she's been famous for like seven decades? I guess, yeah, I guess that makes, yeah, that sounds about right, yeah like 60s yeah wow okay yeah i've never done the math but yeah yeah like imagine being famous for seven decades and there's no stopping her i feel like Cher's definitely one of those people who's immortal but and then there was david bowie who was my first kind of representation of like like queer without being like obviously queer but not being like hey I'm I'm queer you know and yeah and like his songs were so his videos were so like everything was so avant-garde when it came to him and I think for me British people hit differently <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, it's just, and there was Cher, there was Michael Jackson, there was David Bowie, and then just Ozzy, the man, the myth, the legend, the one who uh, reportedly bit the head off of a bat, the one who looks very confused in <laughs> that, um, in that uh, Osborne sitcom that they had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I was um, him, I would have not wanted that show to be on. I no? I don't know. He, he, looked, he looked bad and, like, sick most of the time and just... Yeah, there are definitely screen grabs. There's this one screen grab where I'll never forget his cell phone rings and he's, like, looking around and he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, he did look confused most of the time. That was the whole joke of it. it was like, oh, Ozzy. Uh, you goof. <laughs> you old goof. You old British coot. But those were, I guess, Ozzy's thing for me was that, like, he didn't care. Like, he just straight up didn't care about, like, how people perceived him or, like, you know, he was going to do... I mean, he's going to do what he he wants to do. Like, I remember one of those times when I went to OzFest, he got up on stage and he like, so, you know, when you're at a concert, there's the stage and then there's like two separate, like, I, I don't know, like things that that show like what's happening on the stage to like, the people in the back yeah and he just like turns around and moons the entire <laughs> state oh no <laughs> okay and i now i'm just like but 
but but Ozzy, I was I was thirteen. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> he could have caught a felony felony for that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I wonder what my poor dad was thinking at that time. He was just like, "Why do I get roped into these things?" <laughs> okay, um, there's a song, "Letter Bomb." That was actually my favorite song from this album. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, it starts with the lyrics. Nobody likes you. Everyone left you. They're all out without you having fun. Oh, yes. The li- when you're young and feeling lonely and depressed, I guess that would... Oh, those lyrics probably hit you pretty hard there. Like, Yeah, I definitely had some like FOMO back in the day about... There was definitely some insecurity about that followed me throughout high school of my friends not really like liking me outside of school because I never really got invited to hang out outside of school it was like I had all these friends in school but like you know when it came to out of school activities I never really hung out with anyone like you know there was a time in my life where I had I once begged my mom to ground me so I could just know how it felt. Yeah, I was a weird child. Um, But my mom was like, you don't go anywhere. And I was like, well, shit, she's right. (laughs) It's like, why? Yeah, why bother? And I'm like, yeah, I was just like, wow. Wow, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, mom. But she was right. I didn't really go anywhere. But I like that song, Letter Bomb, because it's super sing-songy. And I remember, like, singing it and then crying to myself and being like, they are all out without me. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. You find out later in life that most of them were sitting at home, too. So yeah. I think we were all thinking about like the other as being like super cool and being like, oh my God, like, you know, they're all like doing cool things and like I'm sitting at home like a bump on a log waiting to be asked to go out. And I guess everyone in the circle was like that but no one was just like hey do you want to like get the band together I guess everyone had the like thought that everyone else didn't want them to I never looked at it like that yeah I don't know well too late now yeah too late now I'm now a depressed adult no I'm just no I I was going to say that I'm just playing, but that's not true. I'm not playing at all. I'm fine. Hey, it's me. I'm interrupting the show for a moment to ask that if you have been listening and enjoy what's going on to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or even just share an episode on social media. Any ratings and mentions are greatly appreciated. The podcast has been steadily growing, and I've been having a lot of fun interviewing people and hearing what they have to say about music and everything. So seeing that 
there are people that are into the show just makes it so much easier and enjoyable to put all the work of researching, recording, and editing into it. Uh, I'm going to put all the links to all this in the show notes just to make it easier on you. Okay, now back to it. Is there another song that you wanted to talk about? Yes. Homecoming is a long... So, oh God. So Homecoming is a long as fuck song on the album. Yeah, it's probably like three or four songs stuck together pretty much. Yeah, it is. And every song has its own melody. And it's so long and like very nice to sing because it has all those songs stitched it has those songs stitched together and i don't know i just it was one of those songs that i really liked on the album i think this one's got the theme of like jimmy like oh yeah 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 it says jimmy died today and then like you know that's the i guess that's the song in the album where like they're like jimmy died and i'm i remember being super sad because i was like oh jimmy died and then you find out how he died and i'm like oh (laughs) no and it is one of my favorite it's actually one of my favorite songs of all time because the song is a journey it's a straight up journey yeah i i see that i did read about the jesus of suburbia song as well which is also kind of a journey but it was billy joe saying that he wanted to make like a modern bohemian rhapsody that that's what he wanted that song to be really all those different movements to it and it's it's got and even when i listened to it like after i read that i listened to the song again and some of it, like some of the guitar solo parts, it felt very clean. It, 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 it did make me hear it differently after I, I heard that. So, Oh, yes. I love this song. I love this song, too. And when I watched the video um, as a kid, I was, like, very disturbed because it's also one of... So Green Day has this thing of making, like, some of their videos of their longer songs like actual short films and this is one of those actual short films and it's it's definitely like a punk kid like going through his day but like I'm like going off of memory here and I'll probably watch the video after this but like it's it's just it's also one of those songs that that hits different I guess this whole album is if you have not listened to this this album or Green Day as a whole because you're a hater you should take some time to listen to this album especially now because you've got nothing but time what are you doing sitting at home yeah and and like I said I'd never listened to this album before and now I'm like why hadn't I listened to it's really it's a really good album I really really like it a lot so I'm kicking myself for not ever hearing it before. But I will thank you for telling me to listen to it. So here we are. It Yay. worked. Out. Yay. All right. Now we're going to play a, a little game here. Oh, a game. 
Okay. It's called Lyric or Just My Diary. So Lyric or Just My Diary. Okay. All right. I'm going to read some words to you, and you're going to have to tell me if they are actual lyrics from this album or something I just made up. Okay. And the lyrics I made up, I just weird out it. I just, it's going to be saying the same way. Just, I just changed the words around. Oh, you're going to serenade me? Okay. No, I'm just going to, I'm just going to read the words. I'm not going to sing it. Sorry. Oh, okay. That might give it away too much if I, if I sang it. Uh, That's true. Okay. Well, here it is. First one. At the center of the earth in the parking lot of the 7-Eleven where I was taught, the motto was just a lie. Yes, that is from Jesus of Suburbia, I think. That is correct. In the center of the earth in the parking lot of the 7-Eleven where I was taught. Here is the next one. I kick and scream until I lose my voice. It's just how I'll live forever and longer. Um... Something you made up? That's correct. I made that up. Ooh! <laughs> but that was from Holiday, kind of. The real lyrics were, I beg to dream and defer from the hollow lies. This is the dawning of the rest of our lives. Oh, okay. This is the dawning of the rest of our lives on holiday. All right, here's the next one. My shadow's the only one that walks beside me. My shallow heart's the only thing that's beating. Yes, that's from Boulevard of Broken Dreams. My shallow heart's the only thing that's beating. Sometimes I wish someone would come and find me. Till then I walk alone. All right, here's the next one. Where have all the bastards gone? The underbelly stacks up 10 high. Yes, that is from Where Have All the Liars Gone? Let's see. I think this is, I, I know that this might be a lyric from, well, it's in the, it's in the album. Yeah, it is, but it's from Letter Bomb. Oh, okay. Here's the next one. All these things will come and go. Our memories are all we have. Uh, something you made up? Yeah, it's true. I made it up. Wow, that's a good lyric. You should write some songs. Well, I should. I'll Weird Al it. I'll send these to Weird Al and say, hey, do it. <laughs> but that was from Wake Me Up When September Ends. Summer has come and passed. The innocent can never last. Summer has come and passed. So that song is actually about um, his dad dying. PSA, all of you who think that it's funny to be like, someone wake that guy up from Green Day and tell him that, you know, September has ended. Yeah, don't do that because that song is about his dad dying. Yeah, I, I did read about that as well. Said he was about 10 or something like that. Or... Yeah. But also, that's because all the other songs on this album are part of the story. And apparently, that's the one song on here that isn't really connected to the rest of the album. Yeah, it's kind of like its own, you know, thing. And I think that it was just the, where the other ones are part of the story. This one was just written about that 
you know, experience. And I guess that he wanted to put that in in the album. Yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful song. The music video is another one of those short film type of videos. I could go on and on about the about the video for some for some reason that video was also stuck in my memory. I can't remember why I walked into a room, but I can remember the details of Wake Me Up When September Ends video. So when you hear this album, like is it a good memory? Is this I mean it, it seemed like a very maybe not troubled part of your life, but just is it a positive thing when you hear it now? um yeah it is a it is a very positive thing because you know like it's very much nostalgia if you were to ask me when I was in like high school like 10th grade to 11th grade if you were to run up and ask me like what my favorite grade was I'd be like eighth grade because I found out my sexuality you know I had you know somewhat of a swagger you know I was about to go in high school I was one of the three people who was most feared amongst (laughs) my peers I'm not going to even talk about how many of my peers thought that I would grow up to be a serial killer there's still time by the way no I'm (laughs) um but now I I think I'm most happy because I again know all of the lyrics to most of these songs. So you know when when one of these songs comes on, like I will get like starry eyed and I'd be like, oh my god, remember remember that specific time. It's not like I'll remember where and who I was where I was and who I was with when I first heard you know Boulevard of Broken Dreams or like I first heard Boulevard of Broken Dreams on MTV when the music video came on and that sparked my whole obsession with the black shirt black pants red tie thing that Billy Joe had going on and I I wore that outfit like it was going out of style and I almost passed out due to heat exhaustion because of it. <laughs> well, that's great. That this this is an album that just got you through those that time in your life. So that's that's good. I guess everybody has that album, so that's great. Yeah. Mine so. was uh, How Will I Laugh Tomorrow and I Can't Even Smile Today by Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, I've a great album if you want to hear that amazing i've album. never i've never heard that album i'll i'll probably i'll listen to it i've got all the time in the world and no roommates do it turn it up loud too well what else are you listening to right now what's on your replay right now so my replay is okay so most people don't know this about me except the like people that are closest to me is that i'm really and I'm actually really into country music. I think it's just a, like a byproduct of growing up in the suburbs of Bastrop. And I listen to Sugarland, 
which is a band, which is a duo that has been around for like a while since the early 2000s. Yeah. And then some 90s country. And of course, I have my trap music because sometimes I like to pretend that I work in the trap while working my nine to five job. So there's this rapper, Tay Money, who is from Dallas. And, you know, she has empowering lyrics, but also like funny as shit music videos. And I love how like there are rappers that have ridiculous music videos because it like it defeats the stereotype that like rap is supposed to be this serious like thing when most rappers that I listen to are freaking like comedy go like Tyler the creator mm-hmm. <laughs> when Vine was popular Tyler had like some of the best Vines yeah it defeats the stereotype that like rap has to be this serious thing like sometimes it's just like super silly and just you know very funny and then I just started listening to um, Nightwish again you know what I've been doing what I've been so Nightwish is this Finnish uh, black metal band that's been around since actually since like Green Day maybe not not like because Green Day has been around a bit but like they were one of my middle school favorites as well I've been listening to a lot of like music that I listened to in middle school and I don't know if that's healthy or if like inside I'm trying to cope with the fact that I'm like in quarantine and that's how I get through it or if I just generally like all of these like songs and another one that I've been listening to a lot is Lady XO which is a rapper from Chicago who has a lot of tattoos like is just very it it I look yeah I'm partly gay so like any any woman who has like a bunch of tattoos and is rapping I'm gonna pay attention to and that's just that's how it is that's just how it is and Fetty Wap, for some reason, you know, he's come up on my YouTube algorithm and I'm not mad at it. <laughs> You're like, eh, we'll click it on this next. All right. You know how YouTube makes those mixes for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like if I were to hand off one of those mixes to you, you'd be like, well, what, what's going on here? It's all over the place. Okay. Yeah, it's all <laughs> over the place. All right, Rainy. Where can people find you? Where can people get more Rainy here in their lives? Oh, you know, um, people can find me at Divine Witch Rainy, IG Divine Witch Rainy, Divine Witch Rainy at TikTok, on TikTok, because I'm one of those millennials who has taken to TikTok, Divine Witch Ray, which is our a e 
and that's Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, you will see a bit of OnlyFans advertisement. And that's a whole lot of rainy if you want, if you're, <laughs> if you're interested in that. But what else? Oh, yes, I have a podcast that I do sometimes. And in fact, your daring host, I was going to say something else. Your fantabulous host is going to be recording with with me. So uh, my podcast is The Truth Lies Within, Fuchs, True Crime, and Everything in Between. We're part of Cold Town Radio Network, and you can find us on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Patreon, Days of Our, like, my Patreon is Days of Our Lives, and that's D-A-Z-E of Our Lives. Like the sitcom art. No, it's not a sitcom. It's a, it's a soap opera. Where, what else do I have? I think that's it for my social media. I do have a Facebook and that's just rainy days, but I don't like, I mean, feel free to add me if you are part of the comedy community and just want to get to know me as a person. Also, like, I'm not really like appearing regularly on places, but if you have an improv troupe or like if you want to write sketch with me or both of the above, just hit me on one of those social media platforms and we can talk. I am looking to distract myself. So, um, those are the avenues in which to best like reach me and and you know just hang out come be my friend there we go awesome well rainy this was cool having you on yeah um, thanks for having me oh you're welcome all right well i guess that was it thank you yeah of course stay spooky my friends and also just listen to this album because it'll change your life and you have nothing to do anyways what are you doing staying at home listen to this album great thanks (laughs) (laughs) so please check us out with a new episode every other monday and follow along on facebook at wax poetic podcast on Instagram, also at Wax Poetic Podcast, and on Twitter at Wax Poetic Pod.